<laughs> she had she had a she had a '67 Mustang Fastback. Oh man! That she sold to help pay their bills when she was pregnant with me. And then she's she like, now. Right. right, and then she did get rid of him eventually, but she also now does not have the car, so. That sucks. I think that's part of why she was like, no, I should have moved home with my parents, kept the car, ditched yeah. your idiot father. Good to know. The she funny thing just... is, is that she lives in the same apartment complex as my now uncle, her, my, oh. my mom's younger sister's now husband when they were in college, like they lived, they were neighbors and didn't realize it. And they didn't realize it until we were like on a family vacation one year. My mom was talking about college for whatever reason. And they knew that they had been at Florida at about the same time. And yeah. my uncle was like, wait, was it the like orangey red fastback? And my mom was like, yeah. She was like, oh my God, I lived down the hall from you. That's crazy. <laughs> Where they were, they were literally neighbors. And this was like, this would have been, I don't know, 15 years before he met my aunt, probably. That's, That's amazing. crazy. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was a very odd uh, combination of circumstances, especially because like Florida is such a huge school. That, yeah. Like, when yeah, you go exactly. to a school like, like that, you're like, oh, odds. great. Right. You're like, great. We were there at the same time. That means nothing. We may have never yeah. even been more than like 100 yards from each other. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's crazy. Well, speaking of idiots who have been ditched and couldn't go more than 100 yards, the Oregon Ducks. <laughs> oh. oh, we're recording. We are uh, recording. This is not a football podcast. <laughs> You've been hearing Britt tell a story. It was a good story. It was a good story. Kaylin's uh, here. That was Kaylin. I'm here. Hi. Yeah, I'm Jesse. We're all here, and uh, uh, Grace is not. She's She's got to work at her actual job. Um Seems like bullshit. Sucks. Um, Agreed. Good job. Do that on a Tuesday night, uh, but we are here on a Tuesday night, and they have. Uh, did they do those the the rankings tonight? I wasn't even paying attention. They the rankings. Did. Yeah. I I assume Let's that pull up the polls. They are exactly the same, except that Oregon <laughs> is not there anymore. They're gone. It was in a week of. Interesting okay. games. Yeah, cool. like so, yeah, Alabama yeah. again. Because because we will be able to bury them uh, and not talk about them again until they disappoint everybody next year. Um, Go into that sweet dark night. Princes. Yeah. <laughs> did, did either of you? Uh, we, this is a thing that had we been more organized uh, this week, we could have. You know, had I been more organized, I could have asked you guys this beforehand. Either you guys see the the way that uh, Oregon blew it and lost that game. Oh, I did. Uh, I yeah. sure did. I sure did. Hi, Thompson in the game. Oh, Bo yeah. Nick standing there on the sideline, jumping up and down, saying, call a timeout. Oregon not calling a timeout to get the best quarterback <laughs> that they've had since Joey Harrington? Yeah. Because wow. he's better at Oregon was... than Justin Herbert was, which is not Justin Herbert's fault. No, but true but they wasted him um it, it, it was definite shades of uh craig kimbrell in the bullpen in that oh. nlds <laughs> i can't even remember yeah, it, but craig it, kimbrell standing stadium. In the, yeah standing in the bullpen at dodger stadium with his arms crossed just like i swear to god i swear to god if you don't put me in this game i swear to god as he watches it all unravel shades of that yeah and this is, I just, I, I can't quite figure out how to, how to put this. And, and this is in the same weekend that we saw uh, Ole Miss. We'll, we'll get to them. But Bo Nix coming <laughs> from Ole If you had said a year ago, all right, so um, beacon of stability Bo Nix is going to be standing left on the Oregon sideline while their season goes uh, down the toilet because he can't get on the field on a fourth down in an Oregon-Washington game. Oh, yeah, and the Washington quarterback is Michael Penix Jr. Um, <laughs> like, <laughs> this is such a, a weird, weird season. All, like, everything is so weird. <sighs> I love it. Uh, 
Michael Bennett Jr. was great in that game, by the way. And except for the um, absolutely abominable interception. But nobody remembers that now because they won that game. Um, Yeah. Yeah, I feel like there's a a broad trend this year. And and maybe this is true of previous years, too, and I just didn't notice it. But it feels like there are a lot of very good quarterbacks. but who are also frequently capable of throwing the prettiest, terrible interceptions you've ever seen in your life. Like (laughs) there, there's been a lot of that happening this year where you're like, wow, that's a really incredible throw to absolutely the wrong team. (laughs) Just, and, and just seemingly out of nowhere, like not even like, Oh, they had a really bad game. Just like, no, they're going to throw a couple really God awful picks. And it's just, you're going to live with it. It's a very, uh, very Josh Allen. Oh, God. Very Josh Allen. God bless. That was, I saw that too. Speaking of weird things this weekend. That was was insane. Oh, God. What what kind of college football ending was that in Buffalo? (laughs) Yeah, that was like. How long? Five minutes that seemed like thirty years. Yeah, what yeah, that happening? was that was the the longest uh, like half of a overtime that I've ever seen in my life. Like, yeah, and and it, I feel bad because it makes me wonder. Like, does Josh Allen have the yips? Like, what is going on? Because it's not yeah. like he's playing badly otherwise. But like, that was the end of that game was such a completely inexplicable sequence of events. And yet, in, oh, yeah. in the middle of it, he gets them the tying field goal to send the game to overtime. Right. Where you're like, oh, no, Vikings are going to Viking Minnesota. Okay, fine. Right. You're gonna fulfill your uh, destiny as <laughs> being embarrassed by a New York sports franchise. <clears throat> that is what tends to happen, uh, but not this time, I guess. And, and I do want to highlight this, too. Um, Magic Johnson, bard of Twitter.com, possibly, <laughs> possibly his last true banger. Uh, two tweets, two tweets. I watched the Minnesota Vikings come back over the Buffalo Bills, and Justin Jefferson is one of the top three receivers in the NFL. He made some unbelievable catches in that game. That's just classic magic. That's... <laughs> That's just regular, you know, say that a guy who did the most unbelievable thing you've seen, like the Odell Beckham catch mixed with the David Tyree catch, but like <laughs> right. game where it's fourth down and like you have another guy's hands on the ball and all that. Um, right. Yeah. Yeah. He's one of the top three receivers in the league. He's sure. Awesome. Um, but this is this is the one that. God, if if Twitter does leave us soon. I'll remember this one. Irvin Magic Johnson. And I'm glad my fellow Spartan Kirk Cousins is proving everyone wrong by leading his team <laughs> to an 8 and one start. Oh. Poomst! Ha- oh, Cousins- no. no. That's what made that game crazier. Like, not only is it the Vikings, but it's the Kirk Cousins Vikings. So, right. Yeah. Off that weird... Meme of him fall down shirtless. in the end zone. Yeah. Just, I, like, I, of all the takeaways from that game, like, that's really your, ah, my man, Kirk Cousins. I, you could forget Kirk Cousins was in that game. Like, <laughs> oh, it's, it's unbelievable. He's, Kirk Cousins is the quarterback of the team with the best record in the NFL, or tied, tied, I guess, with the Eagles. Um, that's which is also <sighs> oh so weird it's like upside down world again yeah the Kirk Cousins thing the Kirk Cousins thing though does generally speaking make me feel better about watching Jimmy Garoppolo every week because I like Jimmy like look would I prefer someone else be starting yes but Jimmy, Jimmy seems like a nice boy He's easy to root for. Like Kirk He's a White Cousins, Sox fan. Very exactly. Good good Chicago. Good Chicago boy. <laughs> um 
And and then you have you think about who the other sort of mid quarterbacks who could be in his place are, and like, look, Jimmy is a very good alternative to most of them, Kirk Cousins included. <laughs> I mean, they made it pretty far with him last year. They have, an inc- they have an incredible thought. defense and some very good offensive weapons. So if Jimmy is even like moderately competent, they can be good. Yeah, I, that's what they've asked him to do. And I think there there's a stat that like he has the best record in NFL history of <laughs> quarterbacks not throwing a touchdown pass in the game. He does. He does. Like. That's just perfect. <laughs> he is, he is the most like lineup protection benefited uh, <laughs> athlete maybe ever. Yeah, uh, like but... like you get to play with uh, Nick Bosa and George Kittle, and now Christian McCaffrey because sure they needed extra help. Yeah, and like Debo Samuel, it's like. Yeah, you don't have to be just just stand there and be pretty and don't absolutely fuck it up and you'll be okay. Got him real close to winning a Super Bowl doing that. Yeah, right. which would have been. I mean, it was impressive how far they got. Honestly, I was I was a little mad. Yeah, I think honestly at the time, as not a 49ers fan, I was like, this is unfair. Yeah. I mean, under, understandably, it was weird on a lot of levels. Yeah, I I think that. You know the combination. Like you know what, if you can get there, you can win. That's that's what it comes down to because it's just one football game. But like the combo pack of Kyle Shanahan and Jimmy Garoppolo, um, I don't think you yeah. can get past that. I think you can have one of those two. Like I think you know, you can have, like you know, if if Jimmy G was like coached by John Harbaugh. I'm sorry to bring a Harbaugh into this, but I was just... <laughs> no, um, no. Untrue, though. Untrue, I'll tell you what, though. though. I'll Because t- the thing is, my my mind went Trent Dilfer Ravens, and then I immediately just picked the current coach of the Ravens because I don't think Brian Billick could coach Jimmy Garoppolo to a Super Bowl. Right. Um, what is Brian Billick doing now, anyway? That's a That's weird one. Like, Brian Billick was, like, the architect of that Vikings offense that went 15-1 and offensive genius gets hired in Baltimore and like wins a Super Bowl with the greatest defense of all time. Sorry. Yeah, I mean, again, not Kyle I Pitt. see your face, Keelan. I'm sorry. I <laughs> No, you're good. Okay. But Just... it is it is very Kyle Shanahan when you put it that way where it's like this genius play caller offensive uh like savant can design these incredible uh you know systems getting getting by by having like a historically good defense and like then an assortment of weirdly effective offensive weapons but mostly just like an offensive line that will commit murder as needed (laughs) speaking of the georgia bulldogs I mean, geez, they, uh, um, um, yeah, not a football podcast is, uh, putatively a college football show, but there really doesn't like as far, like it's play, it's playoff rankings. And like the playoff rankings are the same top where it's all the stuff that we talked about last week, except Oregon's out of the picture now. Um, but after last week, I'm more convinced that like, no matter, like, no matter who wins uh, the national title, uh, Georgia is fairly clearly the very best team by a significant distance over Ohio State and Michigan. And then it's a drop back to the next group, which starts with. Yeah. If Georgia doesn't win, it's going to be a, a product of one of those just deeply weird, fluky things that can happen because it's an football like, game at a time. Yeah. Right. Right, it's and Garoppolo just tumbling into the Super Bowl, right? That kind of thing. It's (laughs) and football game at a time. So, like, yeah, if some dominoes fall in a particularly weird way, like anybody can win on it on any given day. Like, freaking Eagles just lost, but yeah, um, to the commandos. 
right. of all the teams to give them of their first the love. Commandos. But but that's the thing is it's gonna take some very weird fluky like what the hell just happened, you know, ninety ninth percentile kind of outcome for yeah. Georgia to not win and potentially like just freaking boat race somebody even. Yeah, uh, I and and that's where I wonder. I think that that's a, a good spot for us to you know, sort of step back and have this conversation now is who's an actual threat to them. Mm. I don't know how Michigan could hope to compete. Not Michigan. Yeah. Um, Ohio state CJ Stroud, I think gives you a chance because like if, you know, the same thing for like, I think Tennessee in another game might have it. Yeah, I was just. Gonna I'm say, interested to see the LSU game now. and how that goes. Yeah, yeah. Because I don't, unless I feel like Georgia is almost their own enemy in this. I think it'll be them goofing, like getting into. I mean, sort of when I don't think it'll be the same when they go to the national championship, unless they really mess up. Um, where they were kind of shaky just because they were there and it's Stetson Bennett. But I mean, now he's hopefully more confident. I would can't imagine how he wouldn't be, but I could see them like shooting themselves in the foot. But beyond that, I would think LSU and I don't know. I don't feel like Ohio state, Michigan or. I almost feel like maybe TCU is the, the most actual potentially threatening, which is still maybe not like super threatening. (laughs) But I, I almost feel like on a weird, in a weird way, they may actually have a better shot than Michigan or Ohio State. They are playing all these close games. They're playing all the close, and they just feel dynamic in a way that, like Michigan in particular, kind of just is not. And if you're going to take advantage of any of Georgia's, I don't even want to see weaknesses because they're not weaknesses, but like if there is a way to get around them, that's probably what it is. Like you can't overpower their defense. You've got to come up with stuff that is sort of not wacky, but just like you've got to be a little more creative because you're not going to powerball them. You've got to kind of outsmart them in a way. Well, it's crazy, too, because, I mean, I think, what, like, two, some of Georgia's closest games were Missouri. (laughs) Which, what? (laughs) And then, uh, honestly, like, I mean, the Kent State game was, like, I I didn't watch that, so I don't know if they played, you know, I don't know who they played, if they played, like, second string people or anything, but, yeah, I I mean, the Missouri game definitely was, like, okay, I mean, that was a, a... Weak game, but but like since then they've been crazy, just like crushing people. Yeah, the, I, I feel like the Missouri game was a little bit of like almost a trap game where yeah they they got partway through and went oh shit we gotta like show up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, and for that reason, I wonder if the you know the semifinal might be where they wind up in more danger. Because they're gonna like if yeah. they're in the final, they're gonna face a team that they are better than. Um, they're gonna face a team they're better than in the semifinal too, because uh, they're better than everybody else. But like, if you can get them, maybe looking ahead a little bit, I think that it's gonna take a superhuman quarterback effort, right. and you need to have the kind of defense that is there to capitalize when and if. And it's going to take the if Stetson Bennett makes a Jimmy Garoppolo throw at some point. In yeah. Time. Yeah. That's what I think too. The more, I mean, well, with anybody, the more they have to overcome, the more their chance there is for failure. Yeah. But also, yeah, kind of, kind of the same thing I said earlier. I could see them letting that get into their head, but like, they're a little more seasoned this year. 
Yeah. Yeah, and I and I think the point about you're going to have to be able to capitalize is absolutely right. You're not going to get a lot of chances. So, if they do uh, stumble a little bit, like that's your opening. You've got to be able to to take advantage of it because you're not going to get that chance more than you know. That's that's a couple of times top. Tennessee might be the best shot here because I think Tennessee, if they're in, which they probably will be, because Ohio State or Michigan's going to lose, and Tennessee is right there to move up. Um, I think that you know where they failed. It's it's learnable stuff. They they didn't get to Georgia early in that game. They need to come out like if they get another chance at them, and you know. Maybe they will. Um, that they need to, they need to hit them early, and and they need to you know pull some things out of the bag of tricks that you know maybe there is a silver lining for them in having been so thoroughly knocked on their ass right from the get go in the first game against Georgia, right? That you didn't have to show them everything. Yeah. Um, I don't know though. I, I think you know that's uh that's certainly a long way off too. And and how we get there is also going to be interesting because Tennessee doesn't have to be number 4. Tennessee could be as high as number 2. Like legitimately, it could be Georgia then Tennessee because well, let's let's talk about the the Big 10. Because it's going to be Ohio State or Michigan. And then it could be any number of teams from the Big Ten West. All of whom are ridiculous. And that's the best way that I can put it. That is the best way to put it. But also, all, all of whom would take intense joy in screwing up. Yeah. Ohio State or Michigan's entire Especially life. since it's not going to be Wisconsin. Like, right. Wisconsin would go to the Big Ten Championship game and give Ohio State <laughs> or Michigan their 21 point, you know. Right. your 35-14, go off to the playoff and have a good time. Right. Uh, <laughs> we make fun of Iowa a lot. Kirk Ferentz is not <laughs> here for something as well, football, generally. Um <laughs> Like he's gonna go to the big time. Like if if he gets a chance, that is a local man who will ruin everything. Mm-hmm. Oh, There's yeah. no question. Oh yeah, no. <laughs> the, if you put him in that, yeah. If you put him in that situation, the only thing he wants, the only thing, is to just fuck that up for them in every possible way. Yeah. And, like, if you're on Ohio State or Michigan and you're playing Iowa in the Big Ten Championship game, wear a cup. Because, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're, they are just going to, like, that, that's their entire thing. Um, Never say football's not romantic. <laughs> when, you're, when your football model is that we want to entertain sick children by... <sighs> Being as violent as we possibly can for their benefit, you know that's that's where it goes, and so that's a possibility. Then there's like Purdue, which is the last team that anybody ever wants to see when they are not ranked and you are. Um, yeah, they should all be rooting for Minnesota because that's that's a yeah. lie down team. Oh yeah. But Illinois is still there. Illinois is still in the mix. That's another one. Like, yeah, uh, Brett is uh, Brett Bert. Brett. Shut down. Fullcast messed me up on this because they they talked about this and and they talked about how they had gotten it wrong for years. And I was like, is that where I started getting it wrong? I'm like, no, maybe it is. Bert, through. Brent. BB. It's the same name. <laughs> BB Urbana, BB Netten Champagne. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, 
he's he's got a one state solution and it is uh sitting on the football um <laughs> they they turned out to stink illinois um which i think we all probably knew um i don't think illinois fans know that though which is the funny part that is funny um, but they're, yeah. they're still in a good position. And my favorite part about the Big Ten they West, are. though, is that nobody controls their own destiny. No, it's a it's chaos. Yeah. Everybody needs somebody else to lose, and yeah, you know, somebody will because teams play each other. But like, nobody is just like we can win out and go. Yeah, no, nobody nobody has a simple answer, which uh, sucks for them, but is deeply entertaining for the rest of us. Yeah. Yeah. So. Next week, when when we come back to this um, for not a football podcast, twelve, the show that's after week twelve, unless this is I don't know what the hell this is eleven. <laughs> um, why am I coming back to bookkeeping and disorganization? Uh, when we come back to that, but next week we will have a better idea of what the Big Ten title picture is like, um, as well as the Big Twelve title picture, where like eight teams are still alive to go fuck up TCU's shit. Um, because <laughs> poor TCU, like those are, everybody just those are some of my favorite. Games. Yeah, those are some of my favorite games, though. Of when it seems like a total mismatch on paper, but one team is just like determined to play spoilers. Those are the best. Yeah, no, that's that's a lot of fun. Um, and for for me too, like that goes back. I went to, um, not even college. I'm in college. I went to whatever um but my high school was a tiny school um it was k through 12 all in one building a 12-story building in brooklyn and um actually if you go way back into college football history and you ever see um crescent athletic club listed in results from like 19th century college football that's the building where i went to k through 12 amazing um the 12th floor is the gym and half court of the gym was about an NBA three-point line. We had a tiny, tiny court, um, including one of the walls of the gym uh, corner poked into the basketball court. So that was, it was not a pure rectangular basketball court. Um, so good teams would come in and play us and you know, we sucked. Um, but good teams would come in and play us and they would have no idea what they were doing because their spacing was all off. They, they're like packed into this tiny little court and then it would take them about a half to figure things out and adapt and uh, beat the crap out of uh, little old St. Anne's. Little old Clemson. <laughs> <laughs> Except that we never won shit. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, and, and it's it's that kind of, So I'm... Like, I come from that kind of like, oh, we're supposed to have no chance, but yet here we are on the same field of play so let's have some fun and see how this goes and yeah we'll probably get our ass kicked but uh we'll give you a scare yeah that's one reason i'm excited for all the uh upcoming rivalry bowl games yeah over the next few weeks oh yeah they will be very interesting yeah, yeah i was looking at the uh, the georgia georgia tech and how they'd been doing in terms of georgia but think I, they're all clear on that. I don't think the Bulldogs so. have to worry about <laughs> No, probably to, not. not <laughs> um, yeah, there was a time. But you never know. You never know. Yeah. They play the games. They play the games and Georgia wins the games. Um, <laughs> yeah. That is how... God bless them. Yeah. Uh, so, we, we can... We can take a look at this because there, there is just like, let's let's just dive in now instead of wrapping up the show with it because maybe that will uh, help us to do better than last week when uh, we made seven picks last week and we started zero and six and then we couldn't even get that right because Boise State went out and beat Nevada uh, forty-one to three. Um, <laughs> What has happened to us? We started off. Yeah, we were doing so well. We're we're down to forty seven dollars and eighty nine cents on our balance. Oh my god! Um, 
I think I feel like I cursed us wait, when I pointed out that we were doing pretty good. I know. Never again. We we gotta hit some big ones and get back to trying to get to a hundred bucks though. So yeah. so last week because we had a seven way uh, thing going, I I actually what I've been doing is um, you know placing our bets on round robin so that you know we we might not if we hit big like we'll we'll have not the same huge payout as we would have if we bet the whole like ten bucks on a on the whole thing, but like. Last week it was uh, because we had seven. I did a hundred a seven way round robin gets you a hundred and twenty bets. So we had a hundred and twenty ten cent bets, and uh, because we went one and six, we we were zero and one twenty. Um, so we will aim. Oh. We will aim for a little bit higher than that this week. Uh, I mean, oh, a book God. should sponsor us, honestly. <laughs> Because if uh, we start off good, so we got people in. Right. Now we'll just have yeah. people making mistakes. Yeah. Uh, you know, just what keeps the money in. Is oh. is draft was DraftKings uh, sending Grace here last week to uh, a little bit of a... <laughs> with an inside job? An inside job. I don't know. We'll we'll we'll, we'll grill her. Um, no, we <laughs> <laughs> this week. This week we have. Uh, I'm just gonna skip that one. You asked a 33 and a half point underdog at Texas A&M. I think they might win that one. I right, oh. Minutemen. No, they're not. Um, Fascinating maybe stuff. If they do. Imagine if they do. What if you mess with that game? <laughs> Anything's possible. They play the games. Uh, all right, let's let's find some good ones. Um, how how can we go about this in a way that will change the way that we are getting our vibes, getting our performance? Should I just like scroll here? And uh, land on we something? could like light some sage. <laughs> a little bit more Kyrie Irving than I'd like to go. Oh, there's all. I'm not. I'm knocking on wood. There, there's already a spread for the uh, for the SEC title game. As I scroll down to the bottom of the college football picks, page, wow. Uh, there is already a spread, and it is Georgia by 16. Wow. But yeah, like that feels. Yeah, that feels yeah. right. <laughs> I. Yeah. And LSU's. Pretty good. All right, so let's you know what? Let's work our way backwards this week. We can work our way forwards and doing terribly. We'll work our way backwards. I don't want to stay up for UNLV Hawaii. Nobody needs that. Oh. A game where UNLV is a double digit favorite. Mm. Nobody needs that. <laughs> However, we do have out west. <clears throat> you know what? Let's just go with what we love, Britt. Fresno State is a 22-point favorite in Reno against the Nevada oh, team that just lost 41 to three. <laughs> the Boise State. Oh lordy, uh, I, I'm I'm going to fairly confidently say that Nevada is not going to cover that. <laughs> All right, we will we will take Fresno and give the 22, uh, and we will move on to. Let's see here. Oh, it's Bethlehem week. Oh. Both teams both suck. And Oklahoma is favored by seven. I don't want to bet on either one of these teams. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) We have not been brought our best this week. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Uh, Oh, God. All right. Uh. Also, huge game this week. We love these rivalry games. Stanford Cal, the game is this week. Oh God! The Bears are five point favorites. It's it's big game weekend. Um, wow. I mean, it's it's unfortunate there's not a way to bet on a this game should just not be happening. Like that's there's not an, an option, which is unfortunate. There, there, there's an under forty six and a half is the over under. 
This game is an abomination. Yeah. The, 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 the problem with the under on that is that I'm not... Like in, they'll go over. Well, but it's it's very, like, movable for a stoppable object. Yeah. Like, like I, don't, I don't trust either defense to stop either team, but I also don't trust either offense to actually, like, score points. Oh, yeah. If if we bet the over, so, we'll the Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It will go the other way. What was the point? Five. Cal by five. Cal by five? You know what? Let's get the hell away from that because it's. Yeah. (laughs) Cursed game. Let's let's instead focus on the positivity uh, of. of, And I want to get back to this too because this was one of my favorite things of the weekend. Uh, The other side of Texas AM falling to three and seven was Auburn. Um, inching closer towards bowl eligibility, our beloved chaos agents, uh, now four them. and six on the season, going for win number five this week against Western Kentucky. A pretty good Western Kentucky, but you know, they no longer have uh, star quarterback Bailey Zappi as he is uh, lightened up in New England. A joint, perhaps. I, I don't know what he's doing. That's Matt insane. Back. Yeah. Um, but he was pretty good. Decent, whatever. Uh, but uh, Auburn five and I, I think we got to ride with with Cadillac here. Yeah, no, I feel good about it. Feel Hell yeah, I, I feel that. good about and it. Then, um, that takes us into uh, Auburn next week in the Iron Bowl. Uh, yeah, let's giving positive vibes for Auburn. Its third loss and uh, getting bowl eligible themselves. Um, yeah, we we also we do have a. Uh, yeah, I don't want to go with that one. I, you know what? <laughs> it's we should talk about this because Ole Miss, poor Ole Miss. Uh, I, I know. I I'm gonna leave it off of Lane and everything else. They really had their shot there. Yeah, yeah, they really was, did. Yeah, it was their moment to, and and it just. It just didn't go their way, and the way that it didn't go their way, it was, it was painful. It was painful yeah, because it was, painful. it was, yeah, yeah, it was not good. It, the whole, you knew that it was going to go wrong for Ole Miss when Alabama scored at the end of the first half, and Ole Miss had like, you know, just. Double the offense, double, triple the offensive stats of Alabama. They had, they had done everything they wanted to do to Alabama in the first half of that game and went into halftime up three. And it's just like, you're screwed. And right. You, you had to get that last stop. And yeah. And it's just like they can't throw the ball well enough to come back once they get behind. And yeah, that's weird because again, um, now here's much like Brian Billick. Uh, here's the offensive mastermind. Um, you know, with putting up 50 on those Clemson teams, um, <laughs> building the team that's you know, Quinchon Jenkins and Judkins, um, who's awesome. Um, and and running, you know, something that's between an RPO and a triple option offense, um. It's a weird offense to watch. It's fun, but it's also not super good. But it's the kind of offense <laughs> that, like you can kind of throw together with a bunch of transfers who don't all know the same playbook, and you're trying to get everybody on the same page real quick. Right. It's a, it's it's a little. Team. It's a little Winchester mystery house of an offense where it's just like yeah. we'll just we'll just glue some stuff together. It'll probably be fine. And like it it is weirdly entertaining. Yeah. Not always effective, but definitely entertaining. I say everything. The amount of Ole Miss football that I've watched this year is probably the most Ole Miss football. Definitely the <laughs> Ole Miss football that I've watched Same. in a single season. Yeah. Um, possibly, you know, cumulatively like doubling my Ole Miss lifetime viewing. No, I've watched a decent amount of egg bowls in my life. Um, they're they're fun, and it yeah, sucks they are. that. 
they lost to the dregs of the boring end of the dynasty Alabama that isn't actually going anywhere. And, you know, I, yeah. I, I don't think that they were going to get to the SEC title game because I don't think LSU is losing to Texas A&M. Um, but, man, it, it would have been more fun if the Egg Bowl... Well, I, the Egg Bowl... And that's why this sport is great because the Egg Bowl right. is still going to be the Egg Bowl. It's just not going to have the extra juice of, like, maybe Ole Miss actually goes to a conference title game. Right. Yeah. It, it, has, it was just very shades of Phillies Astros. Where, yeah. like, what, one team is good, but you don't really want to root for them, and they're kind of boring and corporate. And one team is chaotic as hell. And, like, definitely not as good on paper, but, like, seems seems feisty. And, like, seems yeah. like maybe they've got something going. And then the mojo just sort of fades at, like, yeah, they're the like, least opportune moment. Right. Right. But they're a another chaos agent we have a theme one thing i i I did we do (laughs) what does this say about our upbringings i don't know um i'm gonna freud this (laughs) i was i never realized the name of the Ole miss quarterback until i watched this game because i usually see it quiet no captions yeah um i know it's i mean jackson dart that's not a real name but then i was looking up all of their their quarterbacks and they sound like fake names. The like backup is, I think it's Kincaid Dent, but it's spelled like Kinkied. It's <laughs> just insane. Like they all sound like fake made up football names. Like that one oh image of the God. baseball thing. That's like Bob Dugnut and stuff like that. Uh huh. Bob and Dugnut. Highly, highly. I highly recommend looking it up because Bob Dugnut. I love. I love. I love that you've nicknamed. Bob Bob Dugnut. Bob Dugnut, Jackson Dart, Kincaid Dent, Braden Waterman. It's just Davin Widner. Of course there's a Braden. Of course there's a Braden. Yeah. 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 Ole Miss Miss football player or Western Hockey League draft pick. Right. You know what it is? is It sounds like um, one of the unbranded sports video games. Had to come up with Etsy, right? Had to come up with Like it is, Bob it is Dunn. exactly that. Where you're like, oh, come up with a name that sounds like somebody who should be playing quarterback for Ole Miss, and you're like, I don't know, Jackson with an X, <laughs> like <laughs> Dart, like Dart, Dart. You can't like that's perfect. Yeah, that's perfect. throwing darts. Throw, throwing darts. Coach is over there on the sideline smoking some darts. Uh, <laughs> probably. Do you think Lane smokes six cigarettes? I don't know. After reading that uh, that tweet where he, I forgot what the person wrote. Uh, we can put this yeah, in the, the show sweet notes. Sweet old lady but, thing. Yeah. Yeah. He said, "What was it? You're sweet." Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was like all lowercase. That's yeah. sweet. That sounds like some. Yeah. That sounds like something somebody would say with a cigarette in their mouth for sure. Yeah. Yeah. While, while, like, sitting outside of, like, a fairly seedy bar. But, like, you know, one that you like going to. Yeah. All right, we should we should get a couple more games on our on our ledger here. Um, let's see. Uh, Wisconsin is a 12-and-a-half point favorite at Nebraska? Mm. Mm. Who knows? Yeah, I don't I, like either I, of those options. I... I <laughs> I struggle to see Wisconsin scoring like, okay. It's a 12 and a half point spread. The over under is 39. That's, that's a kind of the point there is like, I yeah. struggle to see a world in which Wisconsin is beating anybody by that much. And Nebraska mm. could just beat them because they kind of stink. Yeah, yeah. That's doing, just like, what do you do with vibes right now? Oh, they're they're not great, but <laughs> I, I think I was I asked spouse about this game, and he was like, "No, I don't." He didn't feel great about it, but 
I was telling Jesse before we were recording that um, there are rumors around the Nebraska Twitter and subreddit space that Matt Rule was visiting Nebraska. Oh, yeah. Presumably to interview his coach. Yeah. Just for fun. Maybe he was there for some corn, you know. I mean, that, that honestly, to me, that's fine. He's enough of it. Like, he's like, oh, he coached at a, you know, a, a Texas college, got them, you know, up high in the Big 12. He spent some time in the NFL. Uh, now he's the Nebraska coach. Sure. That, you know, 21st century Nebraska coach, that's, um, you know, just, just the kind of, uh, you know, 1990s, um, what the like a 1990s UNC sort of vibe. Um, mm, yeah. Thing about it. I don't know who was coaching UNC in the 90s, and I don't really care. And that's how I feel about Matt Rule. I don't know what he looks like. <laughs> I'm not going to investigate this. He's a white guy. I don't care. Yeah. He's made some awkward comments. Sure. Doesn't seem like a particularly good coach. Uh, his old school. He, had a, he was okay in college. In college. Fine. Whatever. Yeah. Um, he's no he's no Bobson Dugnut. <laughs> no uh, Baylor is a two and a half point underdog against TCU this week. So that really? Baylor's at home. Hell. Do we think that this is where it ends for the Frogs? And then we're just straight into like two weeks of like figuring out whether it's three SEC teams or. <laughs> oh man! Because what if it was? What if LSU beat Georgia? But it's like LSU, Georgia, Tennessee, and then you know the 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 ferencing occurs. <laughs> the and like you wind up like with Michigan because game. Ohio State just got its ass handed to it by Iowa for some reason. <laughs> America, the rest of America is going to be mad. Yeah, I, I. Yeah, no one but us wants to see that. <laughs> yeah, there are a few others. Yeah, even even when it was Alabama and Georgia, the people. The people are, are clamoring unhappy. for. We need... the South will not rise again. We've done this. We don't need this anymore. <laughs> right. yeah, I don't want to bet on either of those teams, and I don't like them. So let's do Texas Kansas. That's a <laughs> nine point spread. The, the Jayhawks are nine point underdogs, um, and are they are they bowl? Yeah, they are bowl eligible. They got bowl eligible. So this is just trying to uh, stick a. Kansas trying for their second straight win over Texas. And at home. Let's do it. All right, Kansas. Do the is at home. Yeah, I'll take Kansas. Yeah. All right. And let's, let's do one more. Um, YOLO. So, so since since the words are fuck it, uh, there are two fuck it. And YOLO. Here. Ah, we have. Uh, okay, so. Fuck it, I think, is Iowa plus three at Minnesota, and YOLO is Pitt minus seven uh, versus Duke. Minus seven and a half. Cool. I've really got Ferencing on the brain now. So. Yeah, the, the, the Ferencing. Ferencing. <laughs> and you know what? We will do America a favor here. We will pick Iowa to cover this three points, uh, to, to take the three points and cover, and, you know, uh, uh, you know, maybe pull out a win at Minnesota. Um, and by us doing that, we may have saved America from the Ferenton, but probably yeah. not because uh, that shit is just too powerful. Bad at <laughs> and well, one we're bad at this, and um, two, it seems that um, whatever we do is designed to have um, the least optimal result. So, <laughs> right. Um, and yet, call us. And yet, if you want it, I am going this weekend. I have bought my ticket. I will be in row F at Mitchie Stadium at West Point, uh, behind the Yukon bench, watching our beloved Yukon Huskies, sponsored by Marriott Bonvoy, <laughs> as they try to get seven and five against an Army team that has scored single digits at least each of the last two weeks because they scored single digits against Air Force and Troy. Oh, so, goodness gracious. 
Well, Liberty, I mean, that and, sounds... And UConn bowl eligible coming off of their win against Liberty. They did it! <laughs> they did it! God. That sounds delightful. It was awesome. So, we will see that. I will have next week a, a full accounting of my first... <laughs> Uh, FBS game in 10 years since uh, Notre Dame, Oklahoma 2012. Um, oh, so that'll be fun. Something to look forward to. Um, Britt, Kaylin, you guys got anything else that you need to talk about before we go here? Or want to talk about? Or don't want to talk about but need to? That was the first thing I said was need. So need, want. Those are the two. This is as... Well, no. This is not last week's last week's ending was compared by our producer Fabi Valentine to uh, the the ending of MASH and I think that he was uh, why am I still talking do you guys have anything else? Um, um, <clears throat> no deep thoughts but I do just want to say hey uh, shout out to Cal for uh, after the we didn't sign the Under Armour contract debacle last season now having the uh we have to take the FTX.com logo off our stadium debacle of this season. God bless. Go Bears. <laughs> I also have an anecdote this week because we brought up the Jayhawks. Mm. One time I was on a flight home and I happened to be sitting next to the voice of the Jayhawks and I don't know any, I'm not from the Midwest. I don't know anything about Kansas but we talked a very long time, and then when we got off the airport, got off the plane in the airport, uh, I think they were like connecting a flight, and I was still talking to him, and I like lost my where I was going. Like I was like, I'm gotta go get my bag, but I thought he was going to get his bag too. Um, and we walked off the plane, and we're like, I start going in the same direction as him, and basically he thought I was like following him. And <laughs> oh, to this no. day, I'm like that guy probably thought I was like stalking him or trying oh, to follow him. No. And so then I then he had he was like, Where are you going? I have to switch flights and I was like, Oh shit. And so then I was like, Oh, bye. And I turned around and left. And so every time oh, no. I hear the Jayhawks to this day, I'm like, Oh God. <laughs> oh <laughs> goodness. <laughs> I swear I wasn't trying to stalk you, Mr. Guy. <laughs> Mr. Guy, if you're out there, she looked very sincere. She says that. She sounds sincere. So. I looked up his name, too, in his picture, and it was that guy. So, yeah. Okay. I wasn't interested, okay? <laughs> On behalf. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> the Jayhawks. The Jayhawks. Communications team. Uh, what about the Jayhawks? Feel about them? We have any feelings? That is a band, right? Is there a band? Jayhawks? I don't know. Jaybird. After. Isn't it? I don't know. Huh. <laughs> Well, now, now this is a mystery for us to contend with for the next week. <laughs> I want to know what if last week's ending was compared to Mash, then this this, is... this week's ending will be compared to. I don't know. Can't wait to hear <laughs> the ending of uncomfortable. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> this is the end.